right, welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming. Plays Delta Green Impossible Landscapes. I did not mess it up this time, as I've only said it about 40 times. Uh, hey, did you guys know, that before we do the intro here, did you guys know, like, we're almost a year old? Mm-hmm. Impressive. We, we've almost done this for a solid year. I think it's like wow. what, like it's like November sixth or something. Is our birthday? That's crazy. I yeah. really thought you were gonna open with. Did you guys know that milk makes your throat phlegmy? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a new discovery of mine. That you're hearing is my good friend Dace playing Benji Potts. Yo, what do you got? What do you got in your cup there this morning? Big stout cup of Joe made a double pot. Because your boy gonna need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've also got we've also got Jean playing Benedict. Hello, hi. And of course, uh, a man who I know both begins and ends each day with a big old tall hot piping glass of milk. Brad playing Hank. <laughs> Don't spread those rumors about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is saying someone a milk drinker is that is that, is that insulting? You might as well slap no, me in my it's face. Just weird enough to be like it's just weird enough to be believable. Like oh he he goes to sleep with a hot glass, not even warm, like a hot glass of milk. <laughs> what then, am I? I think it's a toddler. It's also, wear also diapers. wakes up with like, one. But whoa! <laughs> and it's always sunny. There's those, there's those two characters, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And they just their their thing is to like drink milk and just spill. Oh all over yeah, each other. the weird, weird incestual. Of, yeah. Uh, so yeah, siblings. milk is weird. Yeah, we can yeah, all agree. Pa- past a certain age, drink. milk shouldn't be talked about, <laughs> seen, or even consumed. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> felt. This is hot takes. Uh, hot takes as hot as the milky drinks. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Jean and I were actually talking before you guys got on, um, <laughs> which because if you had to, if you had to describe the mouthfeel of our podcast, uh, what would you? How would you describe that? Star Crunch. Easy. Next question. <laughs> Jeez. Star. Wait. Star Crunch. The cereal. Like no. The it's like a a little patty like a chocolate patty with rice it's like a chocolate oh, rice ball yeah those like really cheap little um how dare you insult <laughs> that cheap wow that really cheap Jeez. peasant food that, cheap. that i've never <laughs> eaten i know before. what you're talking and about cheap peasant podcast <laughs> or cheap peasant i've podcast. never heard of that food not my five times. honestly <laughs> or that snack it's probably like a, a knockoff of the actual name brand that mom bought. <laughs> Is that what no, you're going to be handing out to the kids at Halloween? Star Crunch. <laughs> Here's your Star Crunch. <laughs> I'm not handing shit out to the kids for Halloween because I ate it all. A <laughs> roommate like got a big bowl of candy and she's had it here the whole week. And I've just been like, I'll wake up and see all the candy wrappers next to my bed and just be disgusted with myself <laughs> like you like you just went to like a weird blackout sugar coma like, as you were consuming it and this is not me i'm like i'm not a sweet person this isn't me 
<laughs> I just imagine someone coming to your like little kids. You know, they're all dressed up and they come to your door and they're opening. They open their bags and you like come to the door and there's like chocolate all around your mouth. You like stumble to the door and you just reach inside their bags and just pull out two handfuls and, go back and, and close the door. The door. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm giving the kids for Halloween: an apology. <laughs> they deserve it. We were uh. We were doing an icebreaker in one of our classes the other day, and one of the professors asked, you know, what's your favorite and least favorite um, Halloween candy? And I said my favorite candy was circus peanuts, and oh boy, was that controversial. Oh my god. Um, Are you surprised? No. (laughs) Look, I get it. Everyone (laughs) hates them. I don't even know if Jean knows what they are. Jean, next time you come to Uh, the States, we're going to have to, I'm going to make sure you find out. I want you to get your take. Because it's uh, all right. Yeah, it's a weird candy. Show John the best the states have to offer: RVs and <laughs> circus, circus peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> you should. I want to hear you attempt to describe circus peanuts for people who might not be familiar with them. They wait. Is that the choice for mouthfeel? Oh, that's my choice. Is that your it's circus peanuts? Peanut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> circus peanuts. I think we're that controversial. <laughs> aside from my. Uh, my <laughs> voice acting. <laughs> and the general misogyny slash you know violence towards it's women ups- part of it was Maybe accidental misogyny is it misogyny is <laughs> i know but that could be con- controversial <laughs> i guess <laughs> i mean some of the enemies have been female <laughs> that's just the way it goes uh no it's all it's, the enemies yeah, so it's i don't know like a certain as far as we is... know they might have a mask underneath the mask yeah, you don't be know. like yeah oh i'm a fish person is the the yellow king a woman? Is that the big mystery? <laughs> I, it's, it's not much of a mystery. Uh-uh. Brad cracked it. Fish person. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on fish person. Bet on fish people. When it comes to Lovecraftian horror, always bet on fish people. Like it's it's just the wise man's bet. Safe bet. John, we saw tails. John, what's your yeah. what's your mouth feel for, uh, for Nutella? What? Nutella. Like creamy, oily, hazelnutty smoothness. No, no, no. Mouthfeel, Jean. Not flavor. Mouthfeel. I asked you a question. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull <laughs> shenanigans. I think hazelnutty is a mouthfeel, and that might be a hot take. Uh, all in favor of Jean being wrong on that one, say aye. Aye. Yeah, I'll oh, vote fuck it. you guys. <laughs> oh, fuck Let you it guys. be noted. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> has spoken. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. What's what's his what's Joe's sentence? <laughs> what's my penance? This is the best. Just because you ever. start a vote doesn't mean you automatically win. <laughs> uh, it was bold. It was bold. Uh, di- or, or Brad, what's your uh, what's your mouth feel for us? What do you think? Mm. Pop rocks mixed with chocolate pudding. Ooh, in your mouth, like that one. As opposed to in your. <laughs> Dude, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like. I had God. no questions until that last. I like that you and I, Dace, were on the same wavelength there. Like, well, wait a you, second. <laughs> you know, a hundred percent, somebody has put pop rocks up their butt. I have. Oh, yeah. yeah, but then no you describe doubt. the mouth feel of that. That must be incredible wrong, to give you a mouth the wrong feel. end. You have, you have to use a lot of Pop Rocks to get the feel all the way up there. Uh, <laughs> all right. So if y'all, could describe, if y'all could describe the intestinal feel of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going down this road. I'm done. All right. This is where we segue. The brown road. 
<laughs> oh god. Uh, speaking of yeah, roads that... that we probably would rather not go down, uh, you guys have found yourself in a bit of a sticky wicket uh, since last time. You guys uh, having kind of exhausted some of the uh, the investigation uh, avenues that you guys had. Uh, and I'm going to be frank. I'm surprised that Esther Samahina is alive. I, I didn't see it coming, you know, but you guys, uh, after going to the house, trying to figure out what you're going to do, are we, are we going to go to this meeting, to these people that probably hurt Marcus? Like, are we going to go, uh, I believe Jean who said, like, are we going to go get cleaned up? <laughs> like, that, it feels like what's happening. It feels like they're cleaning up, and we're going to clean up. Uh, you guys eventually had to abscond from the house after it was set alight. Um, and you saw one of these weird bell-hopped mannequins um, fleeing the scene. Retreated back to your original uh, burn site at the abandoned construction site. And decided, we're going to get some answers. We're going back to where it all started. Going to the Dorchester. You guys yep. made it to a Dorchester, you know, you got offloaded there and decided, let's go upstairs, see what they do with that room. Maybe they've turned it into a weird shrine. Maybe they are putting pop rocks where they don't belong up there. We're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys made it upstairs, first of all, it became very clear that you guys had walked up too many stairs. And shortly after, you were stopped in the stairwell by a massive orderly, several other, not as massive, but still large orderlies, and a seemingly some type of physician who identified himself as Dr. Friend. Your good old pal, Dr. You guys remember Dr. Friend. He's, uh, you know, and now... Dr. Max. Yes. Max Dr. Friend, Maximo right? Friend, yes, of course. Uh, he's the kind of guy that you can definitely, you know, give your, uh, you know, your first name to. Um, what is that? <laughs> Some, something daces around. <sighs> My roommate's vacuuming. Oh, okay. It'll it'll, it'll professional stop. quality podcasting. Let me mute myself. <laughs> um, you guys. You know, you encountered Dr. Maximo Friend. He told you, he's like, oh, you know, well, what are you doing in the stairwell, un unsupervised? Oh, no, you're all having one of your fits. Oh, don't worry, we'll get you fixed right up. You know, and, and, and of course, Hank, Benji, and Benedict, you guys know Dr. Friend. He's been your doctor here for a long time. Of course you know him. He's been seeing after you for, well this point was it been years i mean and he is a nice guy and even the massive orderly ed you guys remember ed of course you do he's the it's that ed ed weiss oh not no not ed wist uh this is a this is a different uh as ed his uh his different ed last name he's the chief nurse here actually you remember ed oh. he's the head nurse Stop uh, with these mind games. I'm genuinely confused. <laughs> you guys remember Ed. He's always, you know, a little heavy-handed, but he really he really cares, you know. And uh, So you guys are carried back to your rooms, taken back to your rooms, uh, you know, put into a, 
I really put back onto your beds, you know, with the restraints, but, you know, you know, they told you, you know, it's for your own good, gave you a little cocktail, and sent you off into dreamland for a little while, and here we are, you guys wake up in the hospital just like you have all those other days. You, you know, uh, we'll probably, let's start with, uh, about, how about, how about Benedict? We'll start with Benedict. Benedict, you kind of come to at a, uh, a gentle nudge on your shoulder. You wake up in your room just like you have for the last many years. Uh, and you're still restrained with, you know, leather straps down to the bed. You know, one across your middle, one on each wrist, one on each ankle. And it's one of the orderlies, uh, you know, a pretty stout young man who's like, like, Mr. Farthington, Mr. Farthington. Yeah. No. Uh, Mr. There, there what? you go. There you go. He, uh, he. Who, who, who the fuck are you? Uh, uh, calm down, Mr. Farthington. I have some water here, and then we can talk about getting these restraints off you. He smashes the water. Oh, uh, you're on have restraints. No, you missed that part. <laughs> like struggles to knock the water. <laughs> you're doing everything. You try to headbutt the water cup. <laughs> or maybe, yeah, maybe he goes to bring the water cup to you, and you just like headbutt it out of his hands. And he's like, he's like, oh, all right, Mister Farthington, I'll let you cool down a little bit, and I'll, I'll be back. We can. We where can are talk they? About getting you out of these restraints. No, don't go anywhere. Where? Where are Dr. they? Doctor Friend said to release you once you'd calm down. So um, I'll I'll be back. Okay. Okay. I'll 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 breathe in. I'm calm. I'm calm. Would you Would you I'm drink calm. some water? I'm not very thirsty right now. Can I rather ask for some tea? Um. Well, well, we can get you some tea once we get you out of the restraints, Mister Farthest. And I do need you to take this pill. Okay. Okay. And this is, and you know, and it's weird. You're Benedict is laying here. You look around the room. You see that there are, um, you see there's a big stack of notebooks, um, and all along, not like in like a crazy, insane way, but there are you know like pages with with lots of writing on them all over the walls, and maybe one of them is kind of close, and it looks like it's your handwriting, um. On you know, like kind of like all over the walls, not like wallpapering the place, but just here and there. And um, he tilts your head up, he lifts your head, and gives you a drink of water. Oh, uh, just hold, hold on. I, I I really don't think I need the pill today. Uh... He he takes a big sigh. He's like, <laughs> Mister Farthington, you uh you know. You... Can I can I at least go to the bathroom first? He, Please. he takes the cup he puts it on the little tiny bedside table there by you he says I'll be back and he starts and he goes to leave can I persuade you he's gone <laughs> Joe, you know I mean, John you're not doing a good job of acting like a not non crazy person start headbutting <laughs> the water really like try hard person. to keep it together <laughs> you're headbutting the water and then you're like I don't think I need the pill today <laughs> 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 and you know that's Thomas. You know he's an orderly here. You know Thomas. 
he's, he's one of the sweet ones, you know, and you kind of feel bad that, you know, and Thomas has always been so good to you. What's going on? What's, what's gotten into you, Benedict? What's gotten into you? You know Thomas is a good guy. Who is speaking to me no, right this now? this is all I'd in your like mind. To you're, Who is this you're thinking? Able, you, is this just the narrator? Joe, you punishing us for what we did last time. <laughs> <laughs> and you look, you look back, Benedict, and you remember all these times where Thomas did get you some tea when other orderlies wouldn't. You're like, oh, damn it, you know, I probably could have got some tea out of that. Mm-hmm. Now let's move over to, to Benji's room. Benji, you also feel a, a slight nudge. You open your eyes, and uh, you do not see Thomas. You see Dr. Friend, who is pulling up a chair to the side of your bed. Benjamin? Benjamin? Are you there? It's cold. <laughs> oh, here. Yeah. He reaches down, and he, like, there's a... You know, like, the, your blanket is kind of pushed towards the bottom of the bed. He, he brings it up, and brings it up over you. you you're also restrained, by the way. Uh, he brings it up over there. How is is that is that better for you? Where am I? Well, Benji, you know where you are. The second the words come out of your mouth, you're like, "Oh, I, I'm in the I'm in the Dorchester Hospital. I'm in the psychiatric hospital. You've been here for a long time, long time." I had a weird dream. Did you, Benjamin? Yeah. Tell me about your dream. There was... Where's Benedict? Well, Benedict is in his room. No, that's... The three of you always getting into trouble. Benjamin. You think I can see Benedict today? Well, well, of course. You know, I just I just wanted to have a chat with you and make sure you are in a place uh, that you are, are prepared to um, to go back out into the day room. I'm, I'm Benedict will be out there in time, I'm sure. And Thomas was going to check on him. And I'm sure he was not acting in the way which would make you want to leave someone in restraints for an extended period of time. <laughs> I'm almost certain. <laughs> you think I can play my guitar today? I got a song I've been working on. Of course. Is, did you dream about this song, perhaps? I did. How does what is the name of this song, Benjamin? I don't know. Try to think about the lyrics and they just escape me. Something about yellow. Yellow. Very good. And the, when you say that, his eyes grow large and he pulls out. He ha- has like a like a notebook in his hand, but he opens it and pulls out his pen, wets the tip. You know, like, like sip of the pen. He's like, yellow, really? Is this, is this more about the, the yellow king that you have spoken of in the past? Uh, maybe. I'm not really sure. Hmm, very. Something about a, an upside-down city? Yes. Yes. And he's, he starts writing frantically. It's like, very good. Benjamin, I, you seem a little hazy still, and he, he, he quickly pulls out like a little pin light and shines it in your eyes. Says, yes, that's, I would, we're going to have a group later. I would love to talk to you a little about, about the upside down city, about the lake of Hali. But, 
I'd love to hear about it more, Benji. I'm sorry, the lake of who? The lake of Harley, Benjamin. You know, the lake. You know about the lake? Ah, uh, well, just from what you have told me, Benjamin. Of course. What else have I told you about the lake? Ah, uh, I see your memory is a little bit scrambled still. Listen, why don't I take these restraints off you, let <laughs> you get up, walk around a little bit, get the blood flowing, and, and we will talk a little later. All right. Oh, very good, Benjamin. He, um, I love you. Okay, Benjamin. Let's uh, <laughs> profes- professional boundaries. Remember. <laughs> hey, when can I get one of them conjugal visits? <laughs> oh, Benjamin, always such a joker. And he goes and uh, and undoes your restraints. And uh, you know you you. Benji probably sits on the side of the bed and like rub, rubs your wrist. It doesn't feel like you've been there like days or anything. I mean, you know, it feels like you were probably out for several hours. Um, and you are still a little bit hazy. Um, and he's like, he's like, that was expertly played. Take your time. And he, he exits the door. Um, Hank, you, uh, you wake to a grunt. Hmm. Hank, wake up. Uh, wake up. He opens his eyes. You see that giant, what you thought was an orderly, but now that you think about it, no, no, that's Ed. That's You you guys all call him Mr. Ed. (laughs) Isn't that funny? He has a funny little nickname that all the patients call him, and you call him that too. It's funny, you guys all have little jokes and little nicknames for everything that goes on here. It happens when you've been somewhere for so long. You know, that, uh, you know, he just, just kind of <laughs> comes naturally after a while. Yeah, you know that uh, Mr. Ed, he's the head nurse. Uh, he's a very, very big man. Uh, but he's, uh, his heart's in the right place. He just likes things to be in order. He likes people to do what they're told. He likes people to take their medicine, for instance. And uh, he's standing there and he's... He's just leaning over you, and he's so big. I mean, the guy's, I mean, he's probably like six and a half feet tall. He's hes a huge guy. Is Joe breaking up for y'all? The connection. Oh. Yeah, he is. Yeah, the Am connection's I? a little spotty. Okay. So hold okay. up, Joe. Well, pause momentarily. Let me know when I come back. Am Still I? spotty. I'll let you know okay. when it comes back. Okay, I'm just going to talk nonsense for a moment until my internet okay. comes back. Are we good? It's still a little spotty. Uh, say something uh, else. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. Like, do I just, do I sing a song? Should I sing a song until uh, I can actually, tell? If you could uh, uh, look at your notes and just read your notes aloud, <laughs> since oh. we can't understand um, it. Yeah, then, so you can understand it. Yeah. Okay. When you come back and focus, we'll let you know. Start, um, okay, I guess I'll start with... Uh, All right, it's back. All right, it's yeah, fixed. Uh, it's I guess back. I'll start here. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, guys, 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 guys. Mr. Everything. Ed we all, we is have a to be huge, honest. unreadable Gotta be cipher. Honest. Uh, most, oh, I'm sorry. Am I back? It's, uh... <laughs> You're back. Yes. I thought my vision was going to slowly blur and we were really going to wake up in the <laughs> For real. mental hospital as you glitched out um, of existence. You've always been here, Brad. Um, uh, so, okay. Can I 
what is this guy? Okay, I'm sure they're all in uniform. Oh, I could actually but... put a picture of, of Mr. Ed up here for oh, you. I, I totally forgot. On, on the, the board. board. On the board that seems to have been vandalized. What's happened to the board, John? Let's I will say, Joe, it's not that I'm watching this stream and it's... not it's, how we left uh, it. It's a... Uh, stuck it's in stuck in space in place our image at least if it, yeah it'll it'll take a minute to catch up yeah what oh no oh no <laughs> oh no what happened uh, there is a there's a lot of graffiti on this board and it all says take off your mask take <laughs> off your mask in bright Eesh. bright yellow lettering I, I don't know how that could have happened here let's get rid of that that's uh there we go that's uh like it never even <laughs> happened right uh <laughs> That's a nasty trick. <laughs> he just disappeared it from the board. Like it was never, never there. there. Okay, there's Mr. Ed. There's our good friend, Mr. Ed. Very friendly looking person. <laughs> Holy shit. Let me, let me make that control. He is a very angry looking man without a sense and of And of course, let us not forget uh, your, your attending physician here at the Dorchester, who has been four years our our good friend Dr. Maximo Friend himself. There he is. That that goatee mm, he's definitely touched some patients inappropriately. <laughs> he looks like a, a younger man that you put the old man filter on. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so so Hank Ed is staying there and he just kinda hits you or he's kinda kinda gives you a um a less than gentle nudge. Um you would say, and gentle nudge, <laughs> gentle nudge, uh, <laughs> um, and he uh, he's like he's like Hank, Hank, wake up, uh, Hank's. He, you're you're kind of shaking your head. He reaches down without really warning you, and just kind of uh grabs your uh. <laughs> And just kind of and puts uh, a hand on your face and pulls your eyelid down and starts shines a light in your eyelid. Like, you know, you, he's like he's obviously he's checking your pupils, but he, like it's not gentle. He doesn't tell you what's happening. It just like he's looking at you. He pops the little thing back in his pocket. He says, "You know who you are." Uh, <laughs> I would like to speak to Doctor uh, Dallin immediately. Doctor who? Richard Dallin uh, runs the spot, this place, right? You know, it's weird. You remember, you remember Dallin, but it seems it's foggy. It seems not like a dream. Like you remember it, but you at the same time don't remember it. Because you know that Dr. Friend runs this place. Mm. You know that, but you... But there's a part of you that also knows Dr. Dallin runs the Dorchester. But aren't you in the Dorchester? So don't those two memories contradict each other? That's eh, probably nothing. It's, uh... So, yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, I guess Hank kind of, like, as he's confusing himself, um, sort of just, like, you know, ends it, uh, doesn't say any more about it. He's like, uh... If, if possible, I would like to have a phone call today. There is a sound from Mr. Ed 
that. <laughs> 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 the, <laughs> there's a significant amount of the audience who will not get that like who will have to google it <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't control yeah. it <laughs> ever since that furry convention it's, uh, uh, does Mr. Head have a bunch of peanut butter in his mouth he just, he's talking <laughs> he's just constantly just <laughs> smacking his lips no he, he, uh, he kind of he makes a sound and you think it might be a chuckle Mm. <laughs> he goes, he says, come on, Hank, get up. And he starts to undo your, your restraints. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, what is Hank? So it was nobody else force fed <laughs> drugs. It was just me. <laughs> <laughs> Seems unfair. Um, does it? What does Hank's room does look like? Uh, your room is like it's a small patient room it is very it does remind you a whole hell of a lot of the room that you had seen at the Dorchester but but wait a second that doesn't make sense you were an investigator and for Delta Green and you came to the Dorchester for some missing patients but that's not right you've been here you've been here since well You've been here since 19... What was it? 1990? Yeah, hmm. you were transporting... Uh. You were a U.S. Marshal once, and you were transporting a, uh, a murderer across state lines. And... You know, and there's, there's vague memories of a trial. You were held responsible for killing him. Brutally mm. murdering him. Removing his organs in the desert. What? Uh, Holy shit! But what? And that you ended up, but you've been here ever since. Um, do me, do me. Hank, so <laughs> Hank, like I guess, sits up and he's <laughs> he's still like thinking about it. He, like rubs his wrist uh, after getting unshackled, and it's like, so uh, Ed, uh, what's on the agenda today? Group later. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> he kind of raises an eyebrow, and just like when you say all you've got, he's like, he gives one head <laughs> nod. <laughs> and he reaches in his pocket and removes, like, uh, what, you know, those, um, they call them blister packs, which are those things that pills are in where each one is like an, in an individual little plastic capsule that, like, you mm -hmm. pop open. Um, he pulls out one of those and pop and pops out a little white pill. And there's a little cup, a uh, little plastic cup, water there on the bedside table. Holds out the pill, holds out the cup. Doesn't Ish. say anything. Just holds it out. All right. Um, I'm sure this is going to be extremely hard. Um, I want to roll something to, like, fake taking the pill. Like, put it under my tongue type shit, you know? Um, let's see. What would you, what would you do for that? Um, what is the Delta Green? Dex. Like maybe a stealth? A what? Stealth or... I guess. Is there... Uh, I, I don't know. Eating. Roll an roll eating. Roll, roll eating. Well, well, otherwise disguise. Could I do a maybe, stealth? Actually. That's all I'm seeing. It's, it's, do stealth. Stealth is okay. fine. That's... You know Hank can tie a cherry stem with his tongue. You know he can. Success. <laughs> 28 under 40. 
Okay. Oh, nice. You cheat that pill, man. And uh, <laughs> there's there's a minute where you feel like he's going to ask you to open and show. But maybe about that time, there's like, you hear like a bang and maybe just like a brief shout out in the hallway. His head snaps towards the door. Ah! Um, it's Benedict. Benedict. <laughs> His head snaps towards the door and uh, he just holds the cup out for you. You take it from him and he and he exits. Sweet. Hank spits it out, stomps on it, whatever, gets rid of the pill. Snorts it. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, you, so eventually Benedict is a uh, Thomas returns or maybe even Ed comes and eventually releases you. Um, does not offer you another pill um, and just uh, releases you. Is that Ed? Yes. So you, you get released. Ed, tell tell Thomas I'm sorry. I didn't befa- I, I didn't, tell I didn't him do yourself. well. I didn't do good. Okay. <laughs> he leaves. <laughs> you guys eventually all come out of your rooms, you know, maybe, maybe maybe Benji first and then Hank and then, you know, a little bit later after you guys have kind of sat there. And you guys are still for a bit in a bit of a daze from whatever sedatives you were given earlier. And you find yourself sitting in a, a day room, you know, of a, of a mental hospital. Um, it's very similar to the Dorchester facility. Um, it appears that there are two wings, two patient wings, a male wing and a female wing with rooms um, and that in the middle is like a big big shared day room um, and there are tables you know and like everything in a mental hospital everything is built to be A not dangerous and B too heavy to pick up and throw mm-hmm. you know so even even the chairs are like these they're kind of these like soft, easy chairs, but you think they might have several bricks built into the bottom of them just to make them too heavy to pick up and fling easily. Um, in this room, there are uh, there are other people, um, you know, kind of milling around. They're all wearing the similar kind of patient gowns, and they're not gowns like the ones that are open in the back, uh, but they're like you know like a a kind of blank scrubs that all the patients wear. And you've been wearing this for years. You know that. Uh, and, you know, when you look around the day room, you see some people playing checkers. You see some uh, someone playing solitaire. And there are very, very small windows uh, kind of along the semicircular rounded edge of the uh, day room. You see some orderlies here and there. You know, maybe... maybe can we easily make our way to each other? Yeah, once you guys come... And the thing is, here, here's the thing. For Benedict, ben, once Benedict comes out of his room, he knows exactly where the day room is. It's just the same place it's always been, Benedict. It's right down the hallway. You even know where Hank and Benji's rooms are. Well, they're right here. Just like they've always been. Of course. Oh, yeah. What would you gentlemen like to do? All right, I want to try and find the crew. Group huddle. We'll say, we'll say Benedict, <laughs> hey. you you come out last, and as you come out and you open the door, there's like double doors that separate the day room from the men's dormitory area. You open the door, and you and both perking their heads up at you. It's Hank and Benji. 
they're sitting in kind of in the corner. I'd imagine they wouldn't be right up in the middle of everything. Maybe we have a normal meeting spot, like around the chess table or something. Yeah, maybe they're sitting there, you know, connect it looks four. like there's a... There's a Connect Four. Connect Four. There's a really vicious Connect Four game going on. I I, I imagine that uh, Hank is kind of distracted, and the second that Hank looks away, like Benji like sneaks in a piece. <laughs> Hank, without looking, slaps his hand. <laughs> Seems like they've been doing this for a long time. Uh, Seems like Benji and Hank have guys, been playing Connect guys, Four stop for that. many years. Stop that! What? What the? What the actual fuck is going on? I've been trying. This to... is this is not this is not our real life. You had the dream too. I had it last night. Same one. Uh, right, right, Benji. No, you know, because no, no. Benji, you know that you've been here ever since you were found catatonic on the side of a road, uh, a back like a back road in uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi. You know, you had some type of psychotic break years and years ago. You've been here ever since. I don't know about this dream, Benji, but I sort of feel like this is the dream. This is not it. This is not reality. Shh, don't don't say that too loudly. This is not reality, (laughs) guys. Hank, as we're, like, talking, can he look out the window? What does he see? Like, are the cars, like, modern... Um, is this so look the like thing, the outside the, of the Dorchester? The windows are not like big. What you think of like modern windows? They're small. They're mm-hmm. probably like a foot. Um, you know they're they're rectangular. They're really really tall, but they're probably only a foot wide. They're really really narrow, and they're built like um, they're like recessed. You know, like they're, I almost look like looks like this building might have been something else at some point in time. Like, you know, like castles have like arrow slots. You're right. That that's what like I was angled. thinking. Yeah. And it's got thick, thick glass, and it looks like it's either like foggy or like as you kind of press your nose up to it or look out, you see that it's like you think it's might be raining outside. It's mm. really difficult. You can make out lights. But it's just this is not the vantage point that you need for this, <sighs> fellas. Uh, I I feel like uh, we got to come up with a plan. We gotta get out of here, to put it bluntly. That's the first thing you said that okay, makes but, sense. But do we all agree this is this is this is not it? Like, do we all? Joe, can we all have consensus? Is it possible to have consensus between ourselves? You as happened? people or you as characters? I, I don't I don't understand what you're saying. As <laughs> as characters, like there are no boundaries we cannot tear down. <laughs> uh, no, as characters. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Like Benedict, as you're sitting, I imagine like Benedict is having a a, a crisis. <laughs> like Benedict is like of everyone here. Benedict is like, what the fuck is going on? Bandit, you you remember being hauled yeah. away from from that park outside of the uh, God, what was that newspaper? Uh, that the Daily the Mail. Daily. You you remember sitting on a park bench Mail. and having a discussion with a strange man 
Um, and you remember being hauled away into a, a van after after you violently lashed out at him. Uh, you remember men coming and putting you in a padded van and eventually making your way all the, all the way to the Dorchester facility. I know that was one of these flashbacks is not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you uh. You, you you remember you you remember that you've been here ever since ever since you had that uh I'd say that psychotic break. Um. But as as characters, do we remember our shared experiences? You do, you do, and part okay. of it. But it's like it's difficult to explain because part of it feels you know when you wake up from a dream and there for a few minutes that it's hard to discern or to remind yourself that that was not true. Like, yeah, you, 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 that, that kind of, I don't know what you'd call that. That existential doubt is like constant. Oh, wow. That's interesting. It's like, there is definitely an element where you are kind of fighting to hold on to it. See, I was kind of leaning towards maybe Benji is like, thinking that the the reality that the doctors say is real is real but that constant like that that kind of changes things for me there is there's something to it like you can and the more you guys sit here and maybe it's the drugs wearing off or whatever is the more as you guys sit here and think about it and the clearer your heads get you can remember more and more and more of the last 25 years for some of you of you being here of times when you were more unstable times when you were more stable you know uh, all, all the many many interventions you've had with Dr. Friend and and the orderlies and some of the other patients here too you know you, you look over there and you see a familiar face <laughs> it's, it's Rudolph Velader everybody but you remember him not just as a patient here with you you also remember encountering him in a place called the McAllister building in something called the night floors and he was there with other patients a guy named what was it Ed Wist Ed Wist yeah yeah you remember that but but that can't be because he's been here with you the entire time because you're not members of a of a conspiracy organization called Delta Green, but you are. <laughs> You're doing a very good job of making our entire past year of playing this game sound like a crazy hallucination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> because we did a bunch of crazy shit. <laughs> That's, that does not yeah. seem like very based in reality. Um, so here, here it, you guys are. So I imagine you guys are all sitting here just kind of having this moment. And then Benji slowly raises up a red piece and drops it in the Connect Four. It makes me angry because I feel exactly as confused as you intend for me to feel. (laughs) Fellas, I don't know what exactly is going on. But can we come into agreeance? Agreeance that we need to get out of here at all costs. Yeah, I can get behind yes. that. We 
we need to find we need to find something to hold on to this this whole place feels very slippery and I think for now we just have to hold on to what we've shared and just don't think too hard that's what I'm trying to do don't think too hard about the past let's just move forward we know what we need to do we need to find Abigail oh I that was how we started this. Uh, that's a good totem. I was going to suggest that gun runner from Las Vegas, but Abigail's pretty good too. <laughs> Axel. Okay, you know what? Axel's number two. We need to find Abigail, then we need to find right, Axel. Yeah. All Although, this sounds like crazy talk. Everything we say that was like actual you think reality imagine, sounds like we're... Imagine <laughs> three men actually, sitting around a Connect Four game <laughs> <laughs> wearing patient scrubs. Benji, and he like slams the table. He's like Benji, we can't actually find Axel. That that guy. I think I don't. I don't think he was savory, but I don't know what's real. I don't know. Anyway, Abigail first, and then maybe Axel because he just seemed like a cool guy. I was as you thinking. Guys are sit- oh, go. Sorry. Um, go ahead, Benedict. Yeah. As you say this, we cinematically fade away. Don't do it, Joe. From these three crazed men. No, come back. Sitting here, <laughs> I imagine uh, Benedict breaks the fourth wall and reaches out for the camera and goes, "No, no, 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 Don't no!" Fade off, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no, no. And we fade back up to, um, we fade back up to uh, a small motel room, and there is a duffel bag sitting on the bed. It's opened, and it looks like someone is very hurriedly packing up everything they have. And we see quickly coming out of the bathroom, holding his toiletries, kind of bundle his hand, just throwing them in the bag. It's none other than Agent Marcus. And he has a phone, uh, another burner stuck to his ear. He's like, he's like, I don't fucking understand. He's like, why? Like, he's like, you can't tell me anything more. You, you can't, you can't tell me anything more. That's it. I just, uh, hello, like. No, 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 don't, don't, don't you go. You don't, you don't fucking, after everything I've done for you, you don't tell me that I'm burned with that. Hello? Hello? He snaps the phone and throws it across the room. It breaks on the wall. He reaches underneath the mattress and pulls out his pistol. He, he, t- he takes, oh, there's like shit. a few mags with it. He sticks them in his pocket and then he freezes. He freezes because he sees a shadow cross in front of the closed blinds of his motel room. You guys remember a few episodes back when I made a bunch of those rolls and you guys were like, what What the hell is he doing? Mm. Let's let's review those rolls. Uh, an 85 and a 91. These are the rolls of, let me see, one of them is belongs to our good friend Axel. I don't think he's my Our friend great, anymore. great, awesome friend who's definitely just a friend, just a real cool guy, Axel. Um, he rolls a him and his uh, him and his partner Peter Malik um, rolled very poor stealth checks as they came up to the room. That's the eighty-five That's the and the ninety-one. 91. Marcus clocks them immediately. Marcus. Oh shit! They were sent to kill him. Damn. Marcus locks and loads, mm-hmm. uh, and just gets behind the wall of the bathroom before the door gets kicked in. 
There were only two volleys of shots fired. Only two. The first one is from Marcus. He rolled a 93. Mm. He unloads four rounds into the uh, into the area directly, like uh, the, uh, the wall around uh, the door there. Um, I'm sorry, no, that's not Marcus. That's this other guy. That's this Peter Malik. Malik shoots and loads a bunch of lead directly into the thin wall, which somehow doesn't pierce directly into Marcus. Marcus then rolls his own attack roll and uh, I believe rolls what? Let's see here. Flashback combat music. <laughs> Flashback combat. Uh, Marcus, Flashback combat. Marcus puts four short. rounds into Peter Malik expertly. Uh, Hell doing, yeah, Marcus. Four, doing four points of damage. Uh, Malik wearing body armor but still goes down uh, back behind the edge of the um, the edge of the door frame with an axle burns into the door he comes in weapon ahead of him charges presses the advantage and he rolls a 10 for damage oh hell no he puts two directly no. into Marcus's oh. solar plexus he hits the ground, and before Marcus even has time to really, as he hits the ground, before he even has time to attempt to put pressure to his own obliterated diaphragm, Axel puts one right between his eyes. Damn, Joe. What? Are you really going to kill one of the main characters off screen like that? There's it's just a, there's a small tear that rolls down Benedict's <laughs> face. As he knows as he something pre- as bad. As he appreciates happened. the off-scene uh, scene, um, there is, you know, it was one of those things. Like I wanted, this was going to happen. All this was happening off-screen, but I didn't want it to just be that I said something happened. I wanted to roll for it. I wanted to. I wanted the story That's, to be told, and this is the I story. I like it. I like it. We face. I just. Does that mean story. that Al- Axel has an affiliation to Delta Green, or did Delta Green agents just hire somebody that they? New, I see like a friendly. In last episode, they had someone had said, "We have a guy in Vegas." Mm. He could just be a hitman yeah. and not be maybe. like, yeah, maybe. Or it's because of our interactions with him. Damn, Marcus! Shit, we burned before then. Mm. R.I.P. Rip, Marcus. We fade back. Of course, the characters have no way of knowing this as we fade back to them. Benedict knows. Deep yeah, down. it's kind of crazy the the character arc that Marcus had. Like we unanimously unanimously hated him at the beginning. Yes. Still don't know why. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> well, I hope, he really turned it around. I hope this. we showed him a good time in Vegas before he got offed. Oh, we did. We did. So we're just like are... reassuring ourselves. We showed him a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we we're the good we can... guys. We're the good <laughs> guys. <laughs> we can ruminate on this in the sanity check. This feels misplaced oh, for the characters. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um, you guys are as you guys are sitting in here. You see a. Uh, you hear the doors again to the men's dormitory open. You see a man. Um, you see a man walk through. He is wearing a. Uh, he's wearing patient. Like a patient gown, like everybody else, but he's also wearing this. Um, uh, what would that be like? Well, it's like a royal purple, 
color. Um, you know what I'm talking about? With that deep purple color? Is it mauve? That mauve? Okay, it's mauve Maybe. now. Uh, it's, uh, I think we say mauve. Anyway. I think we do. You know what? It might just be played. <laughs> it's a plate. He's wearing a plaid <laughs> mauve, uh, <laughs> a mauve uh, bathrobe. Wow. Um, it look, it's kind of plush. It looks nice, you know, and he walks out. It's a, um, it's an older guy. Um, yeah, he's, uh, with his hair kind of quaffed back, you know, kind of old school. And he has both his hands and he looks really nervous. And he's like, he's kind of mumbling to himself. He kind of paces a few times and then just kind of sits down and seems to be doing this thing where he's taking a cup of water or like a cup of juice or something and he's like putting it down then picking it back up and like should I drink it? No, I'm putting it back down. Uh, Do we recognize him? That's a fine him? question, John. Do you recognize him? Um, he, he does remind you of someone uh, and, and maybe there is an element again of this trying to kind of combat this what is real, what's not, what is, which one of these memories is a dream and what isn't. I will say that you, you have, you have definitely seen him before. Uh, let me see if I can grab him. And I would say that the realization kind of dawns on you <gasps> quickly. Oh, um, and that no. Benedict reaches over and, like, just places a hand on Benji, no. who then turns, and Hank in turn, also. Is the drawing baby guy. As you guys look upon the face uh. of Asa Darabondi. Wow. It's the Darabondi. He's nervously kind of attending to this cup, like he can't decide whether or not he should drink it or not. Uh, he seems distressed. The... Do Should we talk to see who I see? You, we um, know who that is. Yeah. Have we talked to him before? Has he been here for the past 25 years? Of course he has. Of course oh, he God. has. Exactly right. <laughs> Opening you guys up know Pandora's Asa. box. He's always been here. I mean, Asa's a little funny sometimes, but you know, he's not a bad guy. So, by my memory, last we saw him he turned around after drowning a small little in a mirror yes, you do, you do have this vague recollection mirror. of him drowning children in a mirror <laughs> uh, <laughs> on second thought maybe we should uh, <laughs> save that to that uh, after breakfast yeah. talking to Ole <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's get something to eat alright no I think I think I have something well, to well, say to that invite him over here let's not and go to I him ask him walk to over. play connect four <laughs> are, are, you, are you? I don't. Okay, Benedict will try, but I don't think he can. He'll he'll just he'll walk over and grab him by the shoulder and turn him and say, "You, uh, you, you turn. You do. You kind of approach him from behind and you put it. And he and his head comes out, swings up. He's sitting. And you're standing, and he's kind of exasperated. He's like, oh, 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 Benedict." Benedict, it's... Oh, oh, thank God. I I need... Benedict, I had the most terrible dream. He's... Yeah, he, was it He's kind of clutching at you. He's like, yes, yes, Benedict, I think I think I might have... I think I might have hurt someone. Oh, jeez. Yes, I think so, he, too. 
he's kind of reaching up at you and you see his hands are like you know when you've been in the shower a long time and your hands are like pruned and oh, like wow. kind of kind of bloated he's like he's, and you see his hands are like waterlogged you know around his cuticles look like they're sore and peeling and he's like he's like i i had a terrible dream i that i i i, I drowned uh a girl and then and then a boy and then a girl and a boy I Benedict I, that's not me you know that's not me and you know Asa to be a gentle soul mm. you, I don't know you I don't know you but would you like to come and play some connect four <laughs> No, I I don't think I could I don't think I could do that right now. And he kind of stands back up and kind of straightens his his bathrobe. He's like, I need I need to I need to go lay down. I just need to lie down, and and it'll all hold up. What? Hold up, you'll be fine. It's okay. And he'll try and pacify him and try and calm him. Okay, now. make me roll. Hmm. How about a human? Sure. Sounds like one of your better skills. I would normally oppose that kind of thing. It isn't. It is not. 18 out of... 18 under 7. What do you mean, not one of your better skills? <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't know. Is yes. 70 high? Pretty good. Am I That's doing this good. right? It's pretty good. Um, Charisma-based <laughs> no, character, it's once the again. thing I have. <laughs> Just never ask yeah. someone for tea again. That's Ever. the... That's you did the same thing with Ed, and that's why you thing. that's why he left you in the restraint. Yeah, that's a bad move. <laughs> this is like the worst. You 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 know. <laughs> All right, so I well, call well, him. Keep dumb. in mind, Humint is like Humint is and very much like trying to get a read on someone, and you know that this this guy is being genuine. That he is disturbed. Uh, he is very unhappy with this idea, um, and he he seems to be trying to grapple with it. Was it a dream? Was it not? You have this recollection. Mm-hmm. Terrible recollection. Not just of the mirror, of the things you had read about. Uh, remember, Hank had actually found history of these missing children's cases um, and had shared them with you guys at some point. Um, you guys had also seen the drawings of, God, I can't remember who it was, uh, one of the guys in the McAllister building who would look into the mirror and draw the things that he saw. Uh, you guys have seen many, many of these drawings of him drowning these people. But you also have this memory of this book, of something you guys feel like... You feel like you discovered it recently, but also not recently. Of The, the World Without Doors by Emmeline Fitzroy, where Abby would drown herself to go to this other world. So, is Darabondi going to come over to us, or should we go over to him? We'll say, yeah. we'll say, we'll say I'll that, try uh, and yeah, that calm you were able down. to kind of calm him down. He still is a bit of a, he's still jittery. <laughs> he's, he's still a little bit of a mess. Uh, but yeah, you're able to get him over to you. He comes and sits with you, and he's like, Hank, Hank, how you doing? Looks like you're winning. <laughs> Benji, you're uh, surprised to look down and see that Hank is winning hand over fist damn it <laughs> I don't know many things but I know how to count to four um <laughs> Asa uh, it is Asa right yeah 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 Hank yeah uh 
we're all a bit rattled today, it seems. Uh, refresh my memory. I mean, what what are we doing today? I mean, is there anything... How long are we sitting in this room? Oh, I mean, until group. I think that I think it's at, at 12. I think. Like a group therapy session type thing? Yeah, yeah, you know, Dr... Doctor, are you? Wow, wow, Hank! It must have done. They must have done a number with you. I saw. I saw him haul you, haul you to your room. Uh, yeah, you know, like always. And and as he says that, yeah, he's right. Like always, like always. Group, group therapy, mm-hmm. and some individual therapy with Doctor Friend. You seem a little bit rattled today, Asa. Did you have the dream again? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I did, Benji. I. I don't. You want to talk about it? No, 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 no. And he, he's, and he's like holding himself, and you two see his hands, <laughs> like cracked, bloated. So can I do a hum int? I want to see how much we can, I guess, trust or say something to him, where he won't just like tell on us, to Doctor Friend or like Ed or someone like that. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like if we say something yeah. weird, is he gonna go like these? This crew's plotting something. Can I do a human on that? You can give me a human or like a persuade kind of thing if you want to try to persuade him. Not necessarily want to persuade him. I just kind of want to know how much we can say to him, him. Where he, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Tell me what you get. Success 56 under 61. Okay, yeah. You think that Asa in his state is probably a bit too self-absorbed to, uh, to bother... Okay. with what you're doing and you know Asa you know there are some people on the unit who are kind of narcs you know and Asa's not one of them he's just he's an old guy he's a little bit deranged you know that's uh you don't think he'd, he'd tell your biz around town so Asa if I said the word Carcosa what would that make you think of I don't know no, no it's well you know Dr. Friend's always not always, but you know, he mentions it sometimes. Ask about it. It's sometimes I had this dream. I felt like I feel like I I know about. I don't know if I've been there. Maybe I'm going. Doctor just... Friend seems awfully in- interested in all this talk about lakes and two well, worlds well, yeah, and. Yeah, he's, well, you know, I think he's just trying to help us, you know, he's, he just, you know, it's psychotherapy, it's a new, it's a, uh, a new science, right? You know, I think he's, Wait, he's at the cutting edge. What, what year is it? Give me a moment. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Good question. Hey, what was the name of the, the, until we roll for sanity, the mansion that we burned down in the first chapter the McAllister building McAllister McAllister building that's right also wait we burnt down to it was like a building it was it was previously a a fine home that was converted into and also Phyllis friend seems kind of like an unusual name maybe even a demon name oh I don't know where you would mm. even get that. That is, I did not pick that up. Oh, luckily, Brad's on it, and Brad's on Demon Web One Hundred One right now. You have a walking demonic encyclopedia in your team. 
I, I, we had to have had this conversation in the past 25 years. I'd be like, no, you haven't. <laughs> you never have in the last 25 years, not even once. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think. Did uh, I break? Joe, your personal <laughs> frustrations are leaking out. <laughs> Maybe uh, Benji's just like rattling off demons as he tends to do. He's like, and then, and then friend. There's this one called friend. I mean, maybe Hank like cuts wait, him off. Wait till Asa answers this question, but Hank is definitely gonna ask Benji, you know, and the crew. Don't you think this name friend sounds a bit? So I don't see it. Oh, you're on Deben Web. There's no friend. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm shortcutting this. If that's okay. The, I don't see a friend. But there's something... Why is that ringing such a bell? There's something about friends. It's not really ringing a bell for me, but I, that's what I was I was thinking. It was like some weird demon name thing. He definitely came up. Um, or did he? Saw, oh or my god. Joe, Joe's done Have we even been playing Delta Green for the like past the year? This entire time. <laughs> what? <laughs> is this the first episode? I want to run and get some start? more coffee real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> I thought we were playing D&D this whole time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What happened to Skystone? What happened? (laughs) Did we win? Last thing I remember was was finishing the Skystone saga, and then... And there was a meteor hanging hanging in the the sky sky. right over the city. I I cannot cannot find Uh, when Delta Green, or when uh, Asa went missing. It was 1960-something, wasn't it? So. Oh, it was 19, I think 19, he was declared officially dead in 1960. Uh, yes, 1950, okay. August 30th. He tells you what's, it's 1950. That's what he says? Oh, okay. That's what he says, yeah. It's 1950, of course. Hmm. Let me die. We and we're Max, still old men. We heard of Max. You're still the same age that you were. Well, you're the appropriate age. You've been in here for a long time. Benedict, like, closes his face to check. It's anything on his face. A mask. There's a mask on your face. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, take it off. Yeah, it's, well, you know, and so Asa is, stand, is sitting here with you. And as you guys are talking about this, I don't know. Do you guys, did you guys say anything about demons in front of Asa? Not necessarily. You don't think it'll work on you. But I will hint at, well, heavily at Benji and uh, Benedict. But also, I guess Ace is there. I was like, doesn't that name friend sound a little unusual? Wink, wink at Benji to see if uh, he'd recognize that with his uh, deep knowledge of the occult. And come to think of it, uh, can I roll in a cult? Hmm. Joe? I, I'm thinking, can you, can you roll in a cult on that just based off of the name? Roll your dice. Let's see if you crit. Wow, he's got a crit. Uh, it was a success. 15 under 90. Oh. Again, you have you do have very much. Benji is a walking encyclopedia of the Ars Goetia. He he literally has it memorized every piece of it. So anything that you as characters uh, or as people 
if you look at Demon Web 101. Um, if you find anything interesting, maybe we can work it in. Can't see it. I feel like. Can't see it. Can you do a Control F or Command F? Yeah, I, I think no, it's like no another name. Well, it's probably spelled with a V or some bullshit. <laughs> that would be weird because all the other ones are verbatim you know of the other so it'd be Mm. strange that they went i also thought backwards i'm not not thinking can't pick anything up can i ask acer about his dream he tells you very much the same thing that he or he found himself drowning children well i want to ask him was there do you know do you know anything about the bottles acer Okay. Um, there is not much time between between the word bottle tumbling out of your mouth, it the look of wide-eyed realization being plastered across Asa's face, and the time it takes to him to get across the table and his hands around your neck. Holy shit. Oh, God. Uh, okay. He ain't no baby. He is, <laughs> he is. He is. He is frothing. Where is it? Where is what? it? My bottle. What the hell's wrong with you? You oh, have shit. it. You have it. Sit down. Between the you... other two of oh, you, God. and there is a descent of orderlies that descend on Asa and oh. haul him away, and he's screaming all the way down. But they don't take him back down. To they don't take him to the uh, back to his room they seem to uh, they seem to take him to an, another door a strange door that you guys all remember now you know where they're going they're going to the room with the star on the door they're going mm. to the green room and when he comes back you know that they will have removed you know they will have removed the patsu from him. And on that C- note... Come again? Oh, the you what? Know the patsu. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. Uh, so much for joining us uh, for this wonderful episode. Delta Green Possible Landscapes. How are you guys feeling? How's it feel? What a kicker. What a kicker. It is. I loved that session. Yeah, that was well, crazy. Well, well, I, I have exciting news for you, Days. We're about to do another one. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a light gaslighting. Like that little, was pretty oh, heavy. That, little, was little gas <laughs> that was not light gaslighting. That was not light. Like a casual <laughs> gaslighting. So thank you, everyone, for listening, for watching, uh, wherever you are, however you're doing it. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Please uh, come join us over at our Reddit kind of HQ. Uh, we've had some, actually recently, some people share some extremely kind words about, you know. Uh, yes, thank you, people. Man, we really appreciate it. We love the idea of creating a situation mm-hmm. where you're just kind of here at the table with us, going through our little adventure, and we're happy to have you. Get on the Jambulance and get on in here. Go over to r slash Gaming. <laughs> Get, get on, on into joesfighter.com. <laughs> That's my other site. <laughs> or my other things. Uh, okay. um, uh, like, if you really like what you're hearing, you want to support us, you want to get the episodes a week early, you want to listen to the sanity check, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash greenboxgaming underscore 
only costs three bucks. You buy us a cup of coffee, which I need at six o'clock in the morning to run this. Guys, mm. thank you. Back at you, buddy. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Uh, mm. For those watching live, uh, bear with us. We will be back. We're going to take a little break and then head back into it. And for those who are listening later, thank you so much. And remember, everyone, stay safe and stay sane. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.